Welcome to Sigma TV and the executive interview series. I'm thrilled to be joined by the Honourable Clayton Bartolo, Minister for Tourism and Consumer Protection. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the invitation. It truly is a pleasure to be here once again uh, with Sigma collaborating together and in this executive series. This is fantastic. Well, I'm going to dive straight in there. Uh, this is a, a relatively new role for yourself. You've been involved with Sigma for a great uh, period of time, but in a different role. Um, I want to just touch on this. I mean, this, this is, has been an unprecedented year of challenges. It's been a very difficult year. It's been a tough year. And so much respect to you for jumping in in this period to this role, uh, looking after tourism and, con and consumer protection here. First of all, I want to start off on a positive note. Is there anything that you can draw from the last 10 months that is a, a positive story? Because we've been talking about COVID, we've been talking about the impact on tourism. Malta is an island that depends on tourism, but there has to be some good news. Yes, definitely the main thing which we have done over the past 10, 10 months is that we have turned the challenges into opportunities. So we are looking at the challenge we dissect it and then we see what opportunities we can take out of it for our country. And over the past 10 months, I was doing this in the digital sector where we have seen a large number of companies go online, for example, most of them even for the first time. So we had a number of small and medium enterprises who did not have any online presence. And yet when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, they changed their, their modus operandi to go online. They started accepting more online payments, online shopping. So that aspect is one of the most positive changes which I have seen over the past months. Going into the tourism sector, uh, it is a very delicate time to be here because we are looking to strike a balance between recovery in the short period of time and taking on the long-term vision for our country, which we want to take forward. So first of all, we are looking at recovering the numbers of tourists. We know that we have a large number of tourist investment in Malta, which was done over the past years, looking to cater for a large number of tourists, which we have had. Year on year, we have had record number of tourists coming to Malta, 2017, 2018, 2019. Each year was a record year on top of another record year. So the investment was geared toward that kind of tourism. So for us, the short term is that to try to recover these numbers. I am not saying that we will recover all the numbers in, in, in the short, short term, but our aim is to reach as much as possible. At the same time, we are looking at working on a long-term vision and long-term strategy where we are looking at revitalizing our tourism product and reviving our country for the tourist. We are looking at attracting a different tourist base. So diversification is key for us here. We are not just relying on the traditional uh, sectors, on the traditional markets, but we are looking at a number of new markets which we can tap. Traditionally, our most uh, markets, our strongest markets have been the UK, Italy, Germany, France, Netherlands. So most of these are, are European markets where tourists visited Malta, obviously through a, a good connectivity program which we have had. Now we are looking at attracting different segments such as, for example, we have the United States of America, Japan and China. These are the markets which we want to target. And these, when coupled with the traditional markets which we have, I do believe that they will give us a good diversified tourist base where our investors can earn money. I want our investors to invest more, 
I want them to earn money as well. That is not a problem for us as a government. We are here to provide the best economic environment which we can provide so that the investors can feel comfortable and I want them to call Malta their home. I want them to place their investment here so that from here they can prosper and also move ahead with their investments. When we do that and when we show that we are such a business-friendly government, then all the rest will follow and it will all fall into place. I want also our employees to have better working conditions. This is one of, of the main aspects which I, which I want to work on and I do believe that this can be achieved by providing a better product. Because when you are providing a better product, the tourist is willing to pay more for it. And I want our tourists to have such a good experience here in Malta that he will want to come again and he will want to spend even more money here in our economy. So that is what we are looking at. We are looking at providing a holistic, better experience for our tourists. Tourists coming from different segments, even niches. We are looking at tapping a number of niches. At the moment, we are working on a very interesting project regarding fate tourism. So in Malta, we have, uh, I believe, over 365 churches. Exactly. Which is one basically for one for every day. Exactly. <laughs> so why not look at tapping into this new um, uh, tourism sector? I am also aware that in the United States, there are around 200,000 American Catholics, all of whom want to visit other countries. So faith tourism and the United States of America, we can play an important role together. I and mean, this is massively creative and you've, you've just, what an incredible answer. And you've given me so many questions just by even coming back on that first opening question. I'm going to, you know, you said obviously that it's, it's been an opportunity to take stock and through no fault of anybody's, you know, there really is nothing else that you can do right now. The borders are closed, countries are in lockdown, and you're talking about the United States. Obviously, uh, the United Americans can't travel at the moment. Um, and this is a period, as you said, to take stock but and this, rethink. This is, this is the time for us to be prepared. Exactly. So that when borders reopen, we won't start preparing then, but we will, we will be ready to hit the ground running. But which leaves me with a question, because you mentioned about business and people investing in quality. But is it not the case that as soon as borders do open, those businesses in hospitality and, and tourism who have been devastated over the last 10 months, and of course, as you mentioned, we were doing so well in 2019, you know, best year ever. Is it not a case of when 2021 comes and borders open, everybody's going to grab for any revenue. Everybody's going to say, listen, anything that we can have to make up for what's happened in the last year, how, do we, how is that going to be then managed? This all boils down to the support which the government has been giving to the local enterprises here over the past few months. We have given out the wage supplement at 800 euros per employee. We have offered moratoria for on bank loans most notably in the tourism sector as well, which has been the hardest hit sector through the pandemic. So all of these have helped the industry to remain resilient. I do believe that through these measures, we have actually saved the tourism industry here in Malta. The government vouchers, which mostly they, they were um, spent in, in restaurants, in hotels, weekend breaks. So all of these together, we have managed to stimulate internal tourism, domestic tourism. Now, for example, I'm also aware that over the Christmas period, there are a number of, of apartments and, and farmhouses which are being rented out. 
while that is a positive note on another on another side i need to comment on the fact that social distancing and and the health protocols they still need to be observed at such an important juncture when we are only a few weeks away from having the vaccine uh, being distributed even here locally in malta so we cannot lose sight of of our target when we are nearing the end of the tunnel and that is also very important i do, i do appeal for more responsibility from everybody exactly and this and, and i was going to touch on this with you as well because of course we are i mean just talking about this this morning and we are so close now to to starting to come out of this period but as you said this has to be handled very delicately because i am going to refer to what happened in this in the summer when we thought we were out of uh, lockdown we thought that the the pandemic was over lots of people got very excited and of course started arranging mass parties uh, and having mass parties and suddenly boom un unprecedented results from the pandemic this how do we then this was not unique to malta this happened all over the world we all thought this was over so how then is or what rather is the strategy to handle an easing into what could be a very 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 delicately balanced period so first of all i think no government around the world had a manual how to handle this pandemic and i do believe that as a country we have done extremely well in in the way we handled it not just in the economic measures which we have provided but also in the health sector where there we have ensured that our health system does not come under um, undue stress and hence we lose we lose control of the pandemic and i think that all those who needed the assistance they still got the the health assistance which they needed obviously at the very high standard which malta is now renowned for so on that aspect yes going forward now we will continue to observe more health protocols and i do believe that nowadays the people are have have become accustomed to to the new normality i mean even sometimes i go out with with, with my children and before we go into into a shop they stop to put hand sanitizer on their hands so our children are already um, being brought up in in, an, in a more hygiene friendly so to speak atmosphere and this is something which we want even all our adults to, to adhere to. And I think that this is something which we should, which we should stick to. Hygiene is very important, uh, even in the, in the hospitality industry. So those who are accustomed to, to the hospital industry know that hygiene is of utmost importance. And it, it's, also part of, it's also part of an improved product. So this is all, it's all part and parcel. And I do believe that our tourism product is only as strong as the weakest link within it. And it's our interest and it's also our responsibility to make sure that we provide a better service, we provide a better hospitality service to all those who are visiting us, because that is also an intrinsic part of their experience here in Malta. Malta is known for its hospitality. It has always been known as a country with, which welcomes people with open arms. So now our aim is to provide that better experience, but in the new normality. And while easing out the restrictions and easing in our new normal life, I think responsibility is key. Everybody has to be responsible, not just for himself, but also for those around him. So if we have to adhere to social distancing for, for maybe a period of time before we go back to, to the way things were, then let's do it. Let us all be responsible for ourselves and for each other.
Fabulous. I mean, it's so good to hear that that easing into a new normality is, is high on the agenda. And I, I concur, you know, I was, I was just seeing in the recent news that Biden is now expecting in the US, he talked about the US, it's expecting to ask citizens, ask them that they would wear masks for the first 100 days of his term. Now, of course, we've been wearing masks here in Malta. We've been, and I'm sure, 100% sure that that has been a huge asset to controlling the pandemic here in Malta. And we have been very, as you said, been very, um, very lightly uh, affected. And, and with regards to masks, and this shows the Maltese character as well, they have now become a fashion item as well. So you see people wearing different kinds of masks. So once again, this is the way that we are accepting and adapting as a country. This is the way that we have adapted over the years, and I am sure that going forward we will continue to adapt, and this will ensure the resilience of the tourism sector. I am very proud of the investors, of the employees, of all stakeholders within the tourism industry. And it is my aim to bring them all together, and we come out of the pandemic even stronger than we were before. Different, but stronger. And I know that they are all looking at, at these changes uh, wholeheartedly, ready to take them on. And they are also willing to give their input together with the government and all the entities falling under my responsibility to achieve the balance, which I mentioned earlier on, and at the same time, ensure a better product for the, for the future. They do understand that this is very important for to revitalize our tourism industry. And yes, I am sure that together with them, all of us together will be achieving better results. Fantastic, brilliant. I want to just ask, you were talking about strategies, you're talking about, you know, a few minutes ago about new markets and the quality of product that Malta is offering. And this, you know, this idea of faith tourism, sports tourism, we yes, have in this- Yes, sports tourism is also very high on our agenda. Uh, we are also looking with, with, with very much interest at cycling tourism. So we have a, a large number of sites where, where you can cycle. You have, you have a, we can go with the mountain bike, you can go with the road bike. I'm particularly interested in it because I cycle myself. Good so, for you. <laughs> yes, I try, I try to find some time um, for, for, for cycling. Uh, I do believe a lot in sports, uh, even, even as a healthy, healthy measure. So um, if we are looking at attracting those kind of tourists, those are uh, the tourists who will most likely be traveling straight away. We also have diving. Our seas are a gem. So let us make the best use of our seas, of the wrecks. Let us see what additional wrecks we need, we need to, to uh, sink so that we will have better tourist attractions. I don't think, the thing is a lot of people that don't know uh, that uh, Malta is the top shore diving destination in the world. It is. And it is, I know myself on a first-hand experience, it is spectacular. And I, I'm very, very vocal. I am a diver. I used to dive, but now I don't have time anymore. You don't have, but you're on your bike. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm still a little bit frightened of motor, uh, bicycles. Um, so uh, just moving on from that, and you talked about uh, the, Malta as a destination, really uh, picking out what it is strong at. We have this incredible climate. We have the, the second best climate in the world as well. And of course, that brings with it specific tourism and, and the quality of tourism that you mentioned. Now, I just want to touch on something uh, that is very current as a trend at the moment, and that's integrated resource. And Malta is 
Whilst we have all of these assets, it is also restrained somewhat by its size. Is this something, this trend that is, is becoming global, do you see that something that is something that might come to Malta? Our long-term vision for tourism is to make Malta a destination of excellence. And this means that we don't just rely on the sea and, and, and the sun, we don't just rely on culture, but we find a mix of what can attract the tourists here to Malta. The fact that Malta is small, in, in, in our respect, small is beautiful. So you can have a, a conference, a MICE event, who are, who are coming here to Malta, and they can go from one side to the other without wasting a lot of time. You can have a family um, tourist who came here to Malta and they can, in the morning, they can visit a museum at Valletta and then in the afternoon they can go to, to the beach at Meliha Bay. All of this within the span of one day. So there we need to take advantage of our size. With respect to integrated resorts, yes, they do form part of our vision and we will be studying this um, this aspect which because I do believe a lot in, in it um, because I think it can give us that little bit more added value with regards to our tourism product. And in order to excel in the tourism industry, we need to have all options open. We cannot close any doors for the future. Uh, and now is the time to prepare for a better future built on strong foundations. So the foundations are there. Now the time is ripe for us to take these decisions, decisions which I do believe um, they can give us an edge in the future over other competing markets. Well, I, I, I love the fact that you are so positive in what could have been a devastating year uh, in the mindset towards tourism. I love the fact that you're saying, no, we're going to take this time to prepare ourselves and we are coming out fighting. And I think that is absolutely awesome. With one area of tourism that we haven't touched on just yet, and it's specific, of course, to Sigma. Uh, and that is on business tourism and the events tourism um, that, and all of the elements that are re revolved around that. Do you see that, that events such as Sigma uh, will continue to contribute to, to the inbound traffic and the tourism that takes place here? Yes, definitely. I want Sigma to continue organizing their events here and I am very happy to note that they're also confirming other conferences here in Malta, such as the MedTech, conference which will be taking place as well uh, in the coming years which is i do believe an important aspect for us to have mm. sigma is the kind of name that we want to associate malta with and yes i want sigma to continue believing in malta just as malta has believed in sigma over the past years i think that goes without a, a shadow of a doubt um, and it'd be great to see, as you mentioned, MedTech, we also uh, with uh, Sigma, we have the IABC, we have blockchain, we have crypto, we have uh, MedCam and MedTech as well. And it's great to see that that is bringing interest and, of course, ties in particularly with the strategy for the economy uh, and, and technology-based uh, tourism these are, as well. These are the kind of events that I want Malta to be associated with. We want high-quality events which attract high-quality tourists and then I am sure that once they visit Malta for such an event, they will come back with their family to enjoy a holiday the year after, or maybe two years after. So these are the kind of events that can open doors for us for the future. Clayton, I want to say a massive thank you to you. It has been very refreshing and wonderful to talk to you with such a positive outlook for the future. Um, where do you see us? One last question. Where do you see us in, in two years time? better than ever before.
What an answer. Thank you so much to you. I very much appreciate it. And of course, thank you for watching here at Sigma TV. Bye.